How y'all feeling? Welcome. Welcome back. I know y'all missed us. I know you were like, oh, where is it? It's a new week. Where is Ian and Courtney? Where's the Runners Club podcast? But you know what? We had to take a quick break because I stepped out of town. It's my fault, you guys. It's my fault. But we're back. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome we're happy back. to be here. We're happy to be speaking with you wherever you are. We in new chairs right now. Yeah. I made an executive decision today. <laughs> we keep switching it up because, you know, we just got to keep, we got to figure it out. We're figuring it out as we go and that's okay. Yes, yes. So, it's, you know, today is Wednesdays. That's when we report, record our podcast on Wednesdays. We both end up in here glowing yet very, very, very sweaty. So how are you feeling after your Wednesday workout? I feel really good. Today we actually worked on mobility, which was centered. So it wasn't necessarily, it wasn't the hardcore workout that we, we do um, normally. And we've actually decided collectively, uh, like the Gumbo Fit captains and then Coach K to make our our strength training schedule be, you know, three weeks of that, like, intent like you know our usual workout and then right. the fourth the end of the month uh workout w is going to be or is now um focused on mobility and like kind of a recovery but like conscious body movement mm. and allowing our runners athletes to be to just like move in new ways and to also discover new ways to like stretch and prepare for their runs. I like, I honestly, she introduced a couple new moves to me that I might start incorporating into my normal, like stretch daily, daily stretching routine. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was today. And then we also got some Thero, uh, Thero guns or the Ooh. Thero bolts, excuse me. And so we kind of like worked on that. Uh, yeah, so today was pretty chill, but it also was, a, it was, it was still a workout. I'm not gonna lie. Mm -hmm. we, like, cause we were holding moves. I almost felt like I was doing yoga. Okay. Yeah. That's smooth. That's Ultimately, smooth. I feel good. I also, I mean, I also did a workout this morning, so I, I like, I got it in today. Twice. Yeah. Twice. Your first in. workout was at, you said. Uh, it was at train moment, which is also where Coach K works. So you Shout did out it twice. Shout out to Kalita. Yeah. And it, it's, a uh, is the class is called posterior. <laughs> Okay. Oh, so it's a booty class. Yes, and my booty is sore. Like, wow, yeah, they, they don't play. That little climber thing that they got going on is yeah, crazy. Yeah. And the thing is, is with Train Moment, they're located uh, in South, uh, West Loop. It's, it's one room, mm -hmm. three stations. Right. And each station has like four workouts. And you and every individual just runs through those those that four workouts like within the time frame, and then and then after that, then you just kind of then after a certain amount of time, you move to the next, and then you move to the next, and then it's over. But basically, the entire time you're going at your own pace. Wow! Um, so it's a, it's a different way of working out in a class. It kind of sounds group. like that one little area that's in planet fitness that nobody uses it's supposed to be like the little core area no with the red that. and green light that's what it sounds like you're supposed to like hit one station and go while the green light and then once the red light hits you switch stations and then go in a green light go nobody ever uses that station yeah it's not it's not it i get yeah the correlation is there it's not quite that but that's what it is yeah okay there's only three stations got you one room 
Wow. But yeah, it is very much like, and now this, and then this, and then this, and then it's like, okay, like, now switch stations. But you, to, whoever you start with in your station moves with you to the next station. I might need to pull up, man. You I've should. been wearing these half tights lately. And what I'm realizing <laughs> is that, you know what I'm saying? I got a very, very Latin back. I ain't got no booty. What does that mean? Oh, just straight down. You it's can drop just, a penny it's just from straight, your head. Just square back. Just it goes, and it would just boom. go straight down. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just be ending. And all of a sudden, you at the thigh. You was like, how did I get here? I was at the neck a minute ago. So, I, I need, I need, I need a, I need a little bit. I need some get cheeks, some, Get some uh, cross training in. I know you got your workouts, too. I want to yeah. hear how yours was. But definitely, like, train moment is, is definitely something that will take you out of even that regular routine. Right, right. Well, see, what, uh. Kayla, her, her idea of chill. I don't know about my, like. Have you seen her body? She doesn't chill. No, like, no one with that type of body chills. Yeah, this There's workout no was not chill. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, if there was anybody that was listening to this podcast, I did take advantage of the fact that I need to c- capture content always as a way <laughs> to kind of cheat a little bit of my workout today. You can't let them know the secrets. <laughs> Because I was like, I was like, oh shit, Kayla. Okay, all right, I can't. Oh, I'm sorry. I was like, I can't, I can't with you right now. But she definitely hit it. It was a really, really good workout. It was a lot slower than it normally is. It focused on some a lot of single leg movements and everything. It actually rained on us a little bit yeah, too because we're come outside. Down. Yeah, um, it wasn't super crazy, but you know, nobody hesitated. Nobody made any kind of movements or anything like that. They got down. And they kept working out for the rest of the class. And it was, it always feels good. But she really went at the butt and the thighs today. And honestly, after Tuesday, after the Blue Bridge and then the heel workout, my butt was worn out. Like it was, it was tired. Pause. You feel me? So it's (laughs) like, it's like, it, it was, it was too much. It was too much. Yeah. And I was like, I, I, I needed I needed to chill because you know I'm actually running to take the bridge. Yep, I, I mean it On is Friday. coming. Is it? Are you week? doing it? Uh, no, no. I'm <sighs> you not doing you coming? It. You coming out there? Because I know Picasso's doing it. I guess I am to support everyone. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Because um, so that's gonna be like fun as hell. Yeah, that's gonna be great. But I, that's gonna be hill. That's gonna be for real hill work. Oh yeah, I'm 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 excited to go and cheer on and look from a distance and maybe have a cold beer in one hand. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that's gonna be my vibe. There we go. Come yeah, here, just save one for you, right? <laughs> just say save one for me because I'm gonna need it. Um, should we get into up, like any other like what's what's going on? I mean, should we? It's been a week. It has been. It's been technically two weeks since the last time we recorded. Damn. Right? No. Well, because well, nah. we would have because we would we did we missed a week of recording. So yeah, it's been one two weeks. Yeah. I guess you got a point. It has yeah. been. And, uh, I mean, we don't have I to go all the way gonna, back. Just my whatever. mic is gonna make me sit all the way up when I want to fucking recline. You need some. You need some uh, pillows back there with you. Help with your um, your posture. My lumbar. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Keep keep the conversation going. I'm gonna get get some pills for you. <laughs> but nah, I mean, it's it's been it has been two weeks, but we're back. We with it. And the whole thing is like, oh my god, this is really nice. This is really nice. Thank you. Thank you. Look, look this team. This. Look at this. She got me four pillows, y'all. She got you an actual one just in case. This, oh, listen. The teamwork. Oh, my God. I couldn't do this podcast alone. That was amazing. <laughs> oh, I feel so much better. My back is, like, propped up and everything. Thank you. But now, nah, like, 
I don't know. I feel like my update is a little serious. It's a little bit more serious. I feel like yours might be a little bit more fun, but... Um, then you should definitely go first. I should go first? Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, okay. All right, get the seriousness out of the way. <clears throat> but um, for me, this week has been really interesting. I finally finished my my live plan for my uh, for my business. And live plan, if anybody's listening, if you have a business, if you're starting a business, Google live plan. It's an amazing platform that you can go on and really uh, create a financial and business plan for your business. Um, you could put together a pitch if you're going after any investors, any finance from any bank, but also you can do a lot of forecasting on there. You can kind of project out to see what the next two, 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 three to five years is going to look like for your business. And so you kind of get an idea and plan, right? right? Um, I've been working on it with the SBDC, which is another gem for y'all. Find your local SBDC offices, one in just about every single neighborhood. Yeah. Um, the the gym, the gold star for me, the one right here in Bronzeville with Lauren and Rebecca. Amazing women, beautiful women. I work with Lauren personally. She is like my knight in shining armor. Okay. I love her. She's a man. He got his eyes closed right now, y'all. Like <laughs> she is amazing. I have nothing but good things to say. And uh what what are we doing? You need okay, bam. There we go. She needed a pillow. I got. I need one too. Need another one. No, I'm good. Okay. No, I'm good. <laughs> I realize I need some support as well. <laughs> but like no, like so, um, but in doing that and really getting my my finances together, I'm realizing that I'm at a stage with my store. I'm in a stage in my business where I don't really have a lot of point of reference. I have no experience for the stage that I'm at right now. Mm -hmm. And so this last month, I've been carrying a lot of stress on how I should handle certain things. Uh, um, business is good, but it isn't where it needs to be to truly be sustainable right now at this point. I'm still growing. I'm still a new business. I'm still building out my store. It's still a lot of things that's happening that's eating up a lot of capital, right? So right. I'm just like, ah, I don't really know what I'm gonna do. Um, I've been blessed with some, with access to some amazing uh, uh, running store owners. Um, Dan from Heartbreak, um, uh, uh, Jay, I don't even know if I should be saying their names, but I'm fucking, I'm there already. Uh, JB from Playmakers, mm -hmm. Chris Hardner from Naperville, um, Those are some really like company. great mentors. Yeah, like amazing. I think uh, JB, his store, he's been open for decades. Like he had the point where he does more than just running, but it started off as a running focused store. Interesting. And stuff. Uh, Chris Hartner was definitely amazing in the beginning, helping me to understand like a lot of financial things with my business. But what I, where I, I stopped reaching out because I had this anxiety of, being a person, being in this relationship with them and just constantly taking and not giving back, right? And so I kind of hesitated on reaching out, hesitated on calling. Chris Hartner texted me like two weeks ago. I was like, hey, how you doing? And I told him, man, I'm, I'm doing good. You know, things are happening. You know, I got some moves I'm making right now. However, I can involve you in, I am. I'm a, I'll keep you updated. He was like, cool. Two weeks later, JB hit me up and JB hit me up at the right time the right time. He was like, and how's it going? I saw a text message. A customer came in, didn't respond. So I texted him the next day. And I was just at that point where it's just like, I just feel like I just need to be honest. Like, right. 
you know, like I, we ended up on a phone call. I, I asked him if I could send him my financial plan because I'm about to go after some some uh, some funding, right? Yeah. And uh, he instantly called me, right? And um, he was like, Ian, how you feeling? And I was just like, emotionally well. Business-wise, I have no idea. Right. And he was like, and he said this one thing that it took so much weight off of my shoulder. He was like, Ian, that's normal. I was like, what? It's like a constant stay for entrepreneurs. I was like, what? He was <laughs> like, yeah, it's completely not, it's completely normal for you to not, to not know how well your business is going, to not know if you're going up or down. It's all right. And I was like, that makes no fucking sense to me. Like, it, it should not, I, I, I couldn't wrap my mind around it. And so we just kept talking and, and, uh, you know, I, I told him what I just said about, you know, reaching out to them and, Man, he he was amazing. He was like, "No, dude, I'm, you know, this this guy's 61 years old. He's been yeah. doing this for I mean, a while. he wants to share his knowledge. Yeah, at this he, point. and that's what he was saying. He was yeah. like, "No, we want to help you. Like, yeah. we're fighting for you and stuff. Like, he was telling me about a meeting he was having with some people where my name was brought up in that conversation and yeah. stuff like that. And he was like, "Bro, you have so many people." who want to support you and want to help you. Don't worry about what you can give us. We don't right. need anything from you." You know, but please take what we have right. and stuff like that. And I, I was telling him so many things. He was like, man, you sound like this guy from out of Arizona who's been, you know, opening, who's been in business for about five years. He was like, everything you're going through is completely normal. Me and Chris was there at one point in time, and we know how to navigate it. So feel free to reach out to us. Feel free to talk to us. And it's, uh, it, it, Man, that really touched me because I think we come from uh, a culture of, you know, you, you, it's, it's, it's considered moving in silence. It's considered the best way to do it and stuff like that. And then for me, like I said, like I, I had that fear of reaching out and asking for help. And I don't know if it was ego, pride, or just, you know, the feeling of not deserving their help. I don't know what it could have been a combination of all of those yeah. things, but you know, him him picking up that phone and calling me at the right moment where I felt very vulnerable and I felt like I can be honest and stuff like that really did a lot for me mentally and emotionally because I ending this month off like I was not scared, but lost. Like, I don't didn't know what direction to go in. And that conversation really helped me out. And I want to share that here on the podcast because if there's anybody who is in a place in their journey, whatever journey it is, whether it's, you know, your long head on care journey, your, your running journey, your new business and stuff like that. Um, if you have access to people with information, with knowledge, and you are nervous, you hesitating to, for, for reaching out, um, man, shoot that shot. If you, especially if you don't have a relationship with them, shoot that shot because there are people, especially people who are farther along than us, who genuinely want to help. They don't want anything from you and you don't have to have anything to give to, to some people. And stuff like that. And so reaching out and finding out if that person that you have right there is that type of person, you should definitely do it. And if you have a relationship with somebody who's already said, hey, I'm here for you, take full advantage of it. Because it's it our whole as as 
as humans, as people, our whole mission in life is to pass on information. That's that's what we do. That's what our ancestors have done. We pass, we 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 co- we collect so much, so many experiences in our lifetime, so many so many lessons and then we impart them to our children it's the same thing as our dna our dna is just encoded information and and by biological information that we take and we pass down through our generations and stuff like that and so don't be afraid to collect that information from somebody who already has it because for a month i probably could have had my problem solved Mm. four weeks ago when i knew i had a problem and that hesitation has caused me so much anxiety. Yeah. For four unnecessary weeks, especially when I had access to these people. Mm. And it was just out of fear. I let fear cripple me, and that was yeah. unnecessary. Yeah, I feel like we can all hear that because, I mean, it applies in so many different ways to so many different people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say, too, like, even. Uh, and I don't talk a lot about gumbo media at large with any of the running community folks because we were just talking about you're like I don't really understand what mm-hmm. you you guys do and I'm like we are, we are cons- we are business consultants we mm-hmm. do uh, at large gumbo media is yeah we it's a business consultant. Uh, group I guess at this point and we shifted a lot um, because of the pandemic and because of that shift though we ended up getting a lot of clients um, a lot of lo- a much larger clients and have grown an exponential amount. But at the same time, we're still, we're always like, I don't know what's next. I don't know, like, you know, like cl- clients come in through the doors, but at the same time, it's like, we don't really do a lot of advertisement, but at the same time, it's just like, sometimes we're like, I don't We're about to close out a lot of these jobs. Who's going to come next. There's always more, but that at the same time, it's like, we never really know. We, there's no mm-hmm. certainty. There's right. never certainty. At right. the end of the day, like, like, yeah, and and like we're blessed in a lot of ways, and like mm-hmm. we end up getting referrals and a lot of different jobs. But it's just like it's actually pretty wild. And it, yeah. and I feel like since starting doing on this journey of gumbo in general, it's been all together. It's been about five years because we actually called it a different name mm-hmm. three years ago. But then it's been three years of gumbo. Right. And it's it's just like yeah, it's always like I don't know because then you grow and then there's new questions. Right. There's okay. always going to be a place of like, I'm not really sure. Cause also you're doing something <laughs> that the people around you haven't done. And even like your mentors, you're still going to be doing it differently. Right, right, There's right. still going to be something in you that gets manifested in the physical mm-hmm. that is different than what they're doing. Mm. And they might. And so they can only advise you on the, what they've experienced. And okay. obviously that is, is very vital now, but once, even when you start growing, it's just like, who knows? Like, yeah, your, your experiences are just going to be different. And I, I have to tell you personally, like, especially with like the goals that we have with gumbo, it's like, right, right. I don't know how we're going to get there. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's just like, we, it's just, it's really crazy. Cause it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot. Cause then, and then like growing and bringing on staff and bringing on, like, at this point we're talking about also like supplying our non, uh, our, uh, independent contractors with an option for insurance, like medical insurance. Wow. Which is like super unique. Yeah, that's, most of the time, that's wild. That's not something that that's the whole does. reason why you have independent contractors. Yes, so you to don't not have do, to that. do that. Yes, <laughs> exactly. But everybody that we work, everyone who works for us is an independent contractor because they're all talent, creatives, whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, anyways, so yeah, it's just all that stuff. There's so many things to, to consider. So, 
Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's 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 kind of my not been my update. Like everything for me lately. Like I haven't really, you know, been out having a lot of fun and stuff like that. And even some of the stuff, unfortunately, I can't say yet. But like, um, for me lately, it's just been all about trying to figure this next level of yeah. last lap and stuff like that because I don't know. Like it's. I love what I'm doing. I'm enjoying what I'm doing. But then there's also like, it's also like this this crazy amount of stress to it outside of just running a business because this this month while I'm trying to figure out the business, I've also, there's like this, this megaphone of things that people have said to me since I've opened in this store, right? How important this store is. So you feel like there's a lot like of that. weight on it. Yeah. Right. So there's like this extra weight and responsibility to, to other people. Right. You know, so yeah. it's like, it's, it's, it's wild. It's wild. I, 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 we can move on and stuff like that, but it's, it, you know, like, like we said, when we started this podcast, it is running, but it's also just a little bit about who we are and some of the things we're dealing with along our running journey. And, and the way we balance our our personal lives, our, our professional lives, with this beautiful sport that we've come to love. Yeah. And um, for me right now, my whole life is running with the podcast, Seven on Sundays. Uh, um, I, I feel very still, very active in Gumbo. Yeah. And then Last Lap Corner Store and all of that. And every everything that I'm doing, personally is is about making my community better and stronger from any avenue any crevice that I can creep in with partners or people and stuff like that that you know this last month it kind of it kind of took a toll yeah it definitely did but shout out to JB I, I really appreciate you and also appreciate the gentleman, I'm, I'm gonna call you Mitch because that's what it says on in, a, in your bio on Instagram. So, I please, 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 please excuse me if I got that wrong and stuff. It's, it's been three days since I spoke to you, but like, bruh, came into the store this Saturday, lit my world up, man. I, 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 I don't, I didn't really. Did you, you tell know, a story? Huh? Did you tell? I don't know if we told a story. Oh, okay, yeah. So, I, okay, so a little bit of. Uh, Backstory, uh, Mitch, he uh, he accidentally discovered our podcast, searching for another one, yeah, and stuff like that on iTunes or something like that. Like he said, he was just typing in "run" because he was looking with somebody else, and then he saw our faces pop up. It's like, oh, these black people, right. and so he checked out the first episode and he liked it, and so he been listening uh, since then, like earlier this week, I believe. And then the week when the weekend came, he came up to the city and came to the store and shopped with me, you know, and uh, um, I appreciated that so much and stuff yeah. like that. He an anime lover just like me, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He uh, 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 got the hair dyed, you know, he had the, the blonde top and stuff, which is fire because I don't have... I love it. Would love to do it. Don't have the bravery for Don't it. Don't do it. But it's not I, the blonde, but I want to do another color up top. Oh, I've always okay. wanted to do that. Yeah. I was but, just going to just say, like, protect protect your hair. Yeah, I want to, like, next time, I, if 
I don't think I'm ever gonna have short hair again on the top. But I've, why when I have short hair, I've always wanted to color it. But I've never that been be that dope. brave. It, that's giving me like Pharrell vibes. Man, I, and I, I love Pharrell. The minute minute Frank Ocean did it, oh, I true, wanted to true, do true. it. Not blonde, no. But shout out to this young man for having that level of confidence. Yeah. Uh, but he came in. Him and his home girl, who does amazing work in uh, 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 sex trafficking. And stuff like that down in Atlanta wow. and stuff like that. They they came in. We talked to him like 30, 45 minutes. And it like, like, it meant the world to me. It meant the world that he came up from St. Louis. Yeah. After hearing the podcast. Big found St. Louis. Out I have a story. You say what? Big St. Louis. Yeah, real. Shout out. For sure. Anyone so. from St. Louis, that's literally all they say all the time. What? On their Instagram. It's called At least Big St. Louis. Black folks from- from, yeah, they it's just anything that's like very St. Louis, they'd be like big St. Louis. Oh my god, okay, yeah, I don't know. Shouts <laughs> out, shouts out to y'all, but thank you. But those are the highlights for mine, those are the highlights from the last time that y'all have spoken to me. I appreciate you, Mitch. Shouts out to JB Chris, I'm gonna be hitting you up soon because I, I need some information from you. But other than that, gee, I just been getting these miles, and I've been yeah. moving. I've been running. Your boy lost five pounds. Okay, you know what I'm saying. I was a little nervous because I've been so active. Do you weigh yourself on a regular? Like, how, like I wouldn't even. I I never weigh myself. Yeah, you I, have a scale at home. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. So I, and you know, I was talking to Kayla about this today. I was like. I wish I was just like, I talk shit all the time and I'd be like, yeah, I just want to be sexy. I just want to look good. Da, 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 da. But for me, it's, it's not that simple. And if mm. it was like, because numbers are so inconsistent and unreliable. Yeah. Um, anybody's listening to this, what I'm about to say, I don't, I don't necessarily say don't do as I say in this situation. Um, because numbers, the scale is unreliable because as you're working out, especially if you're strength training, the body composition changes and muscle is heavier Day to day, fat. week to week. Right. And so you putting on muscle while you're burning fat, you might, especially that scale women. might not change at all yeah. for a while. So, but for me, it's hard to leave the scale because my goal is actually to be smaller. Like you have I want a to be one number goal. Right. Of weight. And yeah. so... You know, for like two months, I was stuck at 230, but I was active. Right. And then in this last week, I, I think I went to the doctor for an appointment like a year, a week and a half, two weeks ago, and I was like 230. And then like I measured myself maybe like Wednesday or, uh, well, no, this weekend, and it was like, I'm 225. And so like I felt like I was like, it, that was something else that was missing on my shoulders. Cause wow. Like I, I, I feel like I have the time on my feet. I have the experience to okay. be one to be fast and stuff like that. I don't have the body for it and oh, stuff like that. Yeah. Moving two hundred and thirty pounds at uh, 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 at an eight minute seven forty five minute pace is hard to sustain. Can mm. I do it? Hell yeah! yeah. Any day of the like week, right now, ideal. let's go. But sustaining it is tough, and I feel like. If I continue to push myself in that direction, if I continue to train the way I train for marathon every single year at 2.30, eventually I'm going to hurt myself. Mm. And so that's why I want to get down to 185. And then stay. Yeah, and stay down there. So you're trying to lose 20, 35 pounds? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah I, I haven't had a scale in my home for... Since I lived with my parents, like before college, like yeah. during college, yeah. Right. Um, 
I think for I don't know. I feel like for women is unhealthy. Like I for, for I like at least for, for, for everybody me, is unhealthy. I, yeah, I don't know, but I feel like sometimes like specifically women can get very tied up on like a number. Um, and I guess men too. I mean, you literally are just saying you have a weight, a goal for weight, but I, mm-hmm. yeah, I think for me, I'm just, I very much just look at my body and just like, I'm like, huh? I mean, I still fit in my clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I think at this point I'm not gonna, like, I'm already very slender. It's just that like, I want to get more toned. And so I guess, I guess, yeah, for me, it's not even about like losing a lot of fat. It's just, I've heard, I've had trainers tell me before that like, I'm in this place where it is very difficult, where it's like, if you're, if you've, if you are small, if you're already slender and you're, and you're trying to get more like fit and like, and there's like a tiny bit of fat that you want to lose if you're, but then there's also a lot of muscle that you're trying to gain. It's just like, that can be a very difficult bit it's like that last bit that's very difficult maybe that's where you're at too where it's just like it's that last bit because you said that you've been heavier than what you are now like much, yeah yeah so, then, so you've lost all that weight but then it's like to get even further down it's just like that last however many for everybody I feel like there's that and for me I feel the same way where I'm like I know I could be faster I know I can be more toned I know I can be more muscular mm-hmm. and that's what I'm working on as well where it's All just right. like but for me it's more of a visual thing and then how I feel in my body because yeah. I also feel like I'm at a place where when I'm running I'm like not necessarily carrying too much weight it's just the wrong type of weight like not the type of weight I want to be carrying I want to be carrying more muscle gotcha you feel me gotcha yeah no yeah I get yeah. it I and especially with you putting on so many miles i i do feel like because what must you probably will get heavier yeah but like you say it's it's a different type of i want to be more of a machine it's it's, it's you're literally your muscles are literally going to be stronger and it's going to be able to carry you a lot better and right. it's interesting too because it's like i told kayla my weight and she looked at me she was like i would have never thought you was 230 pounds and stuff. you don't seem like it like, and, looking at yeah you. so she said i was solid and i, I take that Thank you. Um, <laughs> but like, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. You know, maybe maybe under this, you know, layer of fat, I am pretty muscular, whatnot. Uh, but I want to be, I, w- I want to be small. I want to be 185. So I could... I can I can move the way a boy needs to move. Yeah, you feel me? and I'm, these are like our these are our personal goals, and it's not like I think neither of us are like hard on ourselves in any way. Yeah. I mean, like in certain ways, sure, but I don't think it's like unreasonable. I think yeah. it's just that like we live and breathe in this fitness world, in this running world, and it's like we I think we each know like okay, this is what I need to do to get Especially to where I want to get. Especially as we learn more. Yeah, exactly. And then like now it's like oh and we're so doing it healthy to too be because it's yeah. like we I mean it's not like we're I would say too it's it's like a healthy like thing where we're not trying to deprive ourselves we both have a really good appetite I could say that. yeah hell yeah <laughs> so it's like we're really just trying to it's like if anything it's just we're just trying to be more conscious of like how we're moving and and like and yeah what our, how our body re- at least for me it's like how my body reacts to certain things I'm start, starting to play with like what I eat during the day also like honoring when I actually feel full because uh like with Matthew like we eat dinner together we eat like we usually eat every meal together like Aww. when i eat like Aww. he like we like to eat like if i eat some he go on it too and you know what i mean so it's mm-hmm. like but he, he has a bigger appetite 
And we all know Matthew is stick thin and <laughs> never like literally doesn't hold any fat. And so it's like, and, and so like sometimes he'll make like a big pasta dinner and it's just like, he just loads the plate on. I used to just like eat it along with him. And then I was like, wait, I don't even, I'm not even this hungry. So then yeah, I had baby, to be like, give me, cut, give me the, a smaller plate. <laughs> cut the portions for me, please. And then even the other day he, we had pizza, but then I was like, I don't need this because it was like half of the flatbread that you can get at Trader Joe's, which mm-hmm. is like this big, mm-hmm. and that's like six small pieces. But it's like I ate four and I was good. And yeah. I think I need the best part of it for me, where it's just like I just need to start honing into like what I want to eat and even like eating more salads, uh-huh. being conscious about like my carbon take. Yeah, that's that's been yeah. the biggest hurdle for me, and I, I think I've said that here and other places is is my eating habits. Yeah, what I eat. I feel really good with. I don't eat a lot of garbage. I have my garbage meals, but I'm not crazy. You know what I'm saying? Um, but how I eat, my eating habits is crazy. Like especially portion. I feel like I've in the last two months I've gotten really good control over my portion control. Yeah. And for me, that's probably seventy five to ninety percent of the battle. And well, stuff food. Like that. I've, I mean, I feel like we've all heard that like food is like eighty percent of it. Yeah, your diet is is most of what yeah. you're is most of what's stopping you or most of what's going to get you to the goals that you're going to get to. So getting a handle on that for me has been awesome and stuff like that. But uh, I don't know. Let's, we can move on from this because uh, I don't want to talk in circles. And also, he's keeping us moving. He said, "Let's wanna... go two times now." Yeah, like <laughs> he said, moving on. Yeah, I don't want to. You know, like this is this is just this is I, and and like. Before we go, like I told Kayla earlier, like every year doing marathon training, like by October, I'm 200 pounds. Yeah, I know. But so I don't understand how you're trying to get to 185. So, first of all, what I'm gonna do is stay consistently running. Like that's why I'm not training for. So you're trying to get to 185 by like December or next spring? As as soon as possible. (laughs) Okay, listen, there is. Listen, <laughs> as soon as possible. But like, like I told her though, like the weight that I lose from running don't make me feel good because I don't like the way my body looks come October and stuff like that. Like, like I, I, I lose a lot of muscle. Huh? You want to be more muscular? Yeah, I lose a lot of the muscle that I have going into training and the body fat is still there and stuff but like that. But do you that. feel like it's because you didn't do as much strength training? Like this year, you're already it's, it's, ahead of the, all yeah. of that. It's 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 2000%, but yeah. like you don't take we don't I don't a lot of us don't take into consideration uh uh how much muscle we lose during marathon training, especially if you're not incorporating strength training. Right. Because strength training during marathon season is mostly about maintaining. Right. It's maintenance work. You're not really building stuff. a whole right. lot. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And if you don't have that, which is something I have not done during marathon training in previous years, I'm losing so much of that muscle that come October, yes, I am smaller. And it, it has a lot to do with the fact that I burn more calories. I've lost some body fat, but I've lost a lot more muscle then probably body fat and yeah. my body is is it it doesn't look the way I want it to look it doesn't make me feel good and stuff like that so I've gotten down to 200 pounds and have not the have way you not want. really right have not really liked it yeah. and stuff but um I I didn't I never weighed myself when we ran the marathon I don't even know what I weighed that's so I, I, to me you've never looked different <laughs> I mean I, that's I don't know <laughs> uh. 
I couldn't imagine. I would say this year better. I'm more muscular for sure. Yeah. Like I'm, I, I know, I feel it. I know I'm more muscular. And I think especially, and shifting gears here and just with, you know, and I'm backtracking from a couple conversations we had in the past, but like I got to a place where my shins hurt me a lot when I start increasing intensity when mm. I'm running and I need to figure out, like, I need to build a base where that's not an issue for me anymore. Um, and, and kind of like address it. And I don't know where shin splints come from. Well, I've heard a couple different things. Um, I mean, like you're, you're okay. <laughs> Y'all again, <laughs> don't come for me. Um, but like your, your calves are connected to your, bone yeah, yeah. here yeah, yeah. and so it's just like your calves are growing and then sometimes it can like literally i've looked when i googled it a couple times it was just as if like your 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 muscle starts tearing away yeah from the bone in some ways and or you just get like it and but for me i don't really it's not even that it's, it's almost like a stress fret like I'm, i feel like if i push too hard matt uh, again, bringing him up again, he he's mentioned like, or no, it was Tanner. He was just like, you don't want to get a stress fracture in your, in the front, in your shins. Mm -hmm. And it's like that I've gotten to the place where like, if I like last week, I was like, if I keep running and I try to get to 25 miles this week or 30 miles this week, cause I was running kind of intense. Mm -hmm. Um, I was like, I, I was scared of actually like hurting myself and my shins. When you like, say intense for most of your workouts are at a high intensity level? No, just like the mileage. Just the level yeah. Of mileage. Because the thing is, is I was running most of my stuff at like conversation pace, but I and think you I was take just, like multivitamins and all of that, right? Yeah, and I, I've been really yeah. on it lately. Um, and but like my shins just yeah. take a beating, and that's also like uh, when I trained in 2019, like towards once it got towards like closer to marathon, like my shins specific, like there was one that hurt more than the other. This year, it's like both of them hurt pretty much equally right. and I'm just like I just don't and I'm also just like with all the things that we're doing all the organizing that we're doing I'm just like I cannot bring myself to train for a marathon right now as much as I really want to as much as I would love to um even it not being like even if it wasn't Chicago or trying to do LA or something like that I'm like look I'll go to LA but I'm gonna run the 5k and I'm going to just enjoy that run. I'm not going to race it. You know, I'm just going to enjoy it because I'm just like, I don't feel like my body wants to train for a marathon. But what I do want to still do is get into the best shape of my life as far as building a really good base, yeah. getting stronger, building that muscle mass yeah. and like really like, because I have to remind myself that I'm still very much new to running. Hmm. Like realistically real. and on real. top of that last year was a pandemic and yes i ran but i didn't run that much and a lot of people lost a lot of like their running base from that and yes. and you know coach robin has even mentioned she's just like yeah people like there's a lot of these races a lot of these marathons they expect a lot more fit, uh injury they expect more fatality because of of 2020 because yeah, people are going to yeah. have now felt like they can jump right back on the horse and just hit all this and like just go for it. Damn. When really, they should be taking a break and taking their time and building their base up because we, the, we've been just out of it. You know what? I, I, I So I've been having fake conspiracy theories in my brain, right? Yeah. That the vaccine has taken my lung capacity away. 
and really? stuff like that. When really it might not be the vaccine because what you just said makes a, a it really was good the point. pandemic the, of like yeah like yeah. not being as active and stuff yeah. like that because my legs feel good my body feels good and stuff and it might have something to do with the fact that I, I was training mostly during the pandemic and stuff like that but like my lungs your endurance my, is just... my endurance is crazy it's 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 calmed down so much like these workouts are so yeah. tough my breathing is so bad. It's, 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 it's really, really been stressing me out and stuff like that because majority of the time, my, my body remembers what it feels like. Yeah. And we want to get back to it, but it's really like we should actually Damn. relax. Yeah. So now, so it's like when I think about the fact that 2019 was when I first really started running, 2020 was this massive gap, and now we're in 2021, and mm -hmm. it's just like my body's like, what? Yep. It's like, no, let me just take the next 12 months and just get everything right, make sure that the community is facilitated and taken care of. And just like, I'm going to, and what I really want to do is just be in the gym a whole lot more. And like, you know, like I'm trying to, I, there's a body type that I'm going for, you know, just like you, like we've just been saying, but like, that's what I'm doing. Listen, this, a different this, type of, like, I'm getting into this, the best shape of my life. Every this year's running calendar better. next year is going to be crazy. <laughs> It's going to be crazy. Uh, yeah, so you. I think it's just like, I think that's our time, our our, our like, that this is our moment to do that for ourselves. I know you you and Aaron have both said that. They're, both y'all were just like, just just work on you. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. But this marathon, though. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, no, relax. So, yeah, I'm going to just chill and, and, and do what I need to do. Because um, I was really trying to get out there. Um, I could probably uh, get into my trip a little bit, um, unless you have anything else to add. No, no, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited you keep to on that vacation. About but it wasn't. <laughs> Who needs going on a vacation? It wasn't a vacation. I'm just trying to oh. clarify with you. It wasn't a vacation. It was more like a family duty. Um, <laughs> it was. It was. It was an obligation. It was an obligation. It was. It was a job. Um, and I'm not complaining. I'm just being real. Like, you know, I I, I still need a vacation. <laughs> I say that to Jay. If I go on a vacation in the next couple of months, don't be mad at me because I didn't go on a vacation. Okay, I still need one. Um, I, I just want y'all to remember, we started this podcast with coming fresh off of vacation. Where, where was I? Where did I go? Damn. Wait, where did I? Matthew, oh, that wait, shit wasn't even memorable, bro. Wait, okay, down, yeah, Southwest. That was fun, too. But even that was like a lot of work because, uh, like, you know, bringing Russ with us, that was just a whole experience. And, it, you know, so it was still, it was like dry. Yeah. Yeah, it's like responsibilities. Like I'm trying to go somewhere and sit on a beach and not have nobody talk to me or expect anything from me. <laughs> and I also want to be served, okay? And a massage. <laughs> like and like walking distance from the water. All inclusive pay trip. Yeah, please. That's <laughs> what I this is yeah, that was like a family trip. I'm talking vacation. Um Hey, hey listen. So this last Sandals. So <laughs> if you need a commercial on the podcast. We need to experience the resort. <laughs> I can't imagine you on vacation. A whole mess. You need I to, probably would be. Yeah. I probably would be. You come, that's why you need to come, to, you need to, come to LA, run the 5K with us, and then go to Joshua Tree. I've never, I've never legit gone on a vacation. So you need, so you need to come. Yeah. Only you. 
I'm inviting me. you. And I don't care if anybody's feelings are hurt right now. I'm inviting you, Ian. <laughs> okay? Because you're a part of the Gumble Fit Captain community. Like, it's captains only. And you're a captain <laughs> just, you know, from relation. I love it. So, that's, yeah. Um, I listen. And this I'm, is not subliminal. Sl- uh, subliminal. Why can't I say that word? Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm using that. I'm, I'm cutting that and I'm taping that. So, anybody asks me, oh, it, can, can I come? I'm going to replay that shit. Yeah. Uh, Ian, okay. I only that, invited yeah. you. This is, I'm just saying it. I'm saying it because y'all, other people's hearing it, but it's like you. Yes. <laughs> I appreciate um, it. So f- last Sunday, I flew to New York with Matthew to Harlem. And uh, in Harlem, his dad has been staying there because his, his mom passed a few years ago, RIP. Um, and she has been living in this Harlem apartment for over 50 years. And she, her and her husband just like collected things, collected things, collected things. And it was just like, they never let anything go. Ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. That's wild. Never. They didn't even, like, they had opportunities to get their apartment, like, painted, and they, like, refused it because that would mean that they would have had to, like, move their things. Yeah, take their stuff down yeah, and Yeah, so when around. we took, so we had to, so his dad, it he his dad is in his early 70s, so right. he, like, is a bit older, um, and he's, like, he already has retired, but he wants to go back to Sweden. Backstory real, real, real quick. My fiance was born in Sweden. His mom is like the first generation American born. Both of her ancestors are like came from Sweden to America. Uh, like both of her grandparents came. Mm. So technically she's second generation. Anyways, um, anyways, went back to Sweden because she was just curious, stayed there for over 20 years. Matthew's dad um, is from, I think North Carolina or something like that. And he um, became a blues singer, but he like grew up primarily in Harlem became a blues singer, went to Sweden and like, you know, be, blew up there. Right. And so met Matthew's uh, mom, you know, Matthew was born there, lived there till he was eight. So there's a big affinity for Sweden in right. the Manning family. Gotcha. Uh, and Bob they Manning. Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> <They> African Vikings. <laughs> uh, so Matthew's dad, he wants to go back to Sweden. He wants to like live the rest of his life there because he also got married. He has his first wife there as well with an, another three kids who okay. look exactly like Matthew and his sisters. It's wild. <laughs> uh, so, you know, see that. And they're, they're a little older. So mm. they're like, you know, uh, and they have like kids and stuff. So he, but we needed to first move him out of Harlem back to Minneapolis where that's where Matthew and I are from, which also that's where the Vikings play. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh, wow, cool uh, right. circle. <laughs> and, uh, and, and so, but then that also meant like closing out the apartment. And so right. that, like my duty then, you know, as a fiance, like I was like, okay, let's go, you know, whatever. And I helped clean it, pack up the apartment. It was wild. And I had the kitchen. And when I tell you, every cabinet from bottom to top was full of like plates and cups and like, it was like every plate that they ever came across, they brought it home and then they just put it in their cabinet. And it's like, you know damn well that they didn't use half of them plates. <laughs> they didn't use half of them plates. Of the yeah. And so I was like, oh my God, it was just so much work. And so, uh, so yeah, I mean, that was like, we spent days, like two days, two full days doing that. And then uh, I lost my wallet, <laughs> whole ass wallet, uh, ID. I only like thing is, is I was like, luckily I was being, I traveled super light and I literally 
weirdly brought like a card and then like, I don't know why. I think it was because my wallet was like falling apart anyway. So maybe it was just like my energy towards the wallet was already like anti. So then that mug just was like, all right, fuck you. Yeah, it just was like, okay, then it got out of the enjoy gym. the rest of your trip with no ID. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. So uh, yeah, it was kind of like a wow situation because that was like day two in New York and mm. I had a whole week ahead of me. Wow. Um, so I had to leave New York without ID and they basically TSA did they interview with you and it takes like an additional 30, 30 minutes. So was able to travel to Minneapolis. We brought Bob with us. He's now in Minneapolis. Really great. Da, da, da. He'll probably be in Sweden within the next six months. Dope. Amazing. Um, but Matthew's sister. So then there was like family time with Matthew's family. And so it was just like, it was definitely a thing away, getting away. But I would also say that like, okay, you Minneapolis. What? You was being a fiance. Yeah. And there's, yeah. And then, but also like my city doesn't look the same as it did last time I was there, which the last time I was there was literally March, 2020. Like we were in, uh, the Gumbo magazine had been launched and right. we did an event in Minneapolis and then the lockdown was happening and we had to go back home. Right. And so that was the last time I was home. And then since right. then the uprising has happened. So like shit shit is still boarded up like here wow. things were boarded up and then people went back to business Lori Lightfoot was not playing no game she lived yeah. within bridges up she said y'all gonna get stuck in downtown or not be able to have access to downtown but Chicago's gonna get back to business right. Minneapolis had riots and then it had another riot and then it had another riot like I right. have a friend who he has a store in Uptown and he sells like J's like in Nike's and he has like a lot mm -hmm. of like really dope like street style clothing. His store got looted three times. Wow. Three times. And wow. the third time happened like two weeks ago. Wow. I wonder I wonder how insurance is treating him. Right? Because at, at some point, it's like, do they continue to believe him? <laughs> like, yeah. They're probably going to be like, okay, so you need to get security out front of your door or some shit. Or something. like 24-hour surveillance or something. Because, yes, because people are acting a fool. And obviously, like, I'm all here. I'm all for the cause. And, you know, fuck that police station. Because I, yeah. I drove by it, too. It's crazy. <laughs> they lit like that shit on fire. That's wild. <laughs> like, I was like, wow. Like, they really turned up. They really turned up. Don't even recognize and my they, city. They ain't even built it back. Oh, they my, put it no, back they put nothing. these big-ass uh, concrete blocks in front of the doorway, put a barricade in front of it, and then put, a, like, a whole fence. And then on top of the fence was barbed wire. And, yeah. and But they're, they haven't rebuilt it. Yeah. It's just... It's burnt. That's wild. Um, meanwhile, the Target across the street that was also like looted and like mm -hmm. on fire, that shit's brand new. <laughs> they <laughs> was quick with it. They came there. That shit is sparkling. <laughs> I was like, wow, Target, wow. Oh, my Target ain't playing no games oh, either. Oh, man. So, yeah. They, so, know, they know they black folks like Target. Yeah. So, it's just weird being home. And then like I have therapy sessions on Mondays. And like, so I was like ready to get home and talk to my therapist because I was like being home was really weird and I was really uncomfortable and yeah and then like I came to Chicago and then I came home and I was like I felt such a sense of relief and like yes mm -hmm. I saw my friends in Minneapolis and yes we turned up we saw Lloyd it we saw the outfits it was fun he was popping on the yeah. uh, on the store yeah that was fun always great but at the same that was like really great but at the same time it's like <sighs> Yeah, I like as soon as I we touched down in Chicago, I was like, oh, I'm home. Like I really feel like Chicago is my home. I really missed it. 
And I just, I'm like, oh, and like coming, coming to my apartment, sleeping in my bed. I was like, oh, yeah, I was like stressed. I was, I, I didn't realize how stressed I was the entire trip until I came home. Right. So it was not a vacation for me. Okay. It wow. Was, yeah. It was okay. a lot. So. It was a lot. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Look at y'all. Y'all getting a little, a little, a little bit of what it's like to be in it, Courtney. <laughs> on a regular day yeah and, and you know like and there's that. obviously the you know being gone and then having you know still having the like thank god for gumbo captains there's five of them all together maya's still in botswana but she's coming back in two yeah, weeks she'll be back soon. she literally is it three i thought what, it was two weeks nah that is t- not two weeks i said two weeks i said two okay yeah like, she popped up in the whatsapp and she, of course you of course you got that shit in your calendar i already know <laughs> y'all and Maya's Ian's favorite, okay? Like, he <laughs> likes me, but he likes Maya's his favorite. Um, I don't know what she's talking about. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's, you know, I, I don't play favorites, but I do like Maya a lot. Um, but I, yeah, she popped up in the WhatsApp group and was like, yeah, I'll be back in two weeks. I said, ooh, can't wait. Get us right. <laughs> Come back with your core workouts. Kel- Kelsey's doing a great job. Kelsey but, is. But, I, you know, Maya's the OG. She started it. Yeah, my head got abs for days. For days, like, for days. and then she works out, but doesn't. She's like, she's super low key about it, and like, she has a rocking body, like crazy, crazy. And so then I'm like, she, and then one day I kind of like brought it up, like working out, because I low key, she could have told me that she just wakes up like that, and I would have believed her, because like <laughs> some people do, but she was like, nah, like I get it in every day, and I was like, okay, ain't nobody ever see it, but. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she modest. Yeah, she's she super modest, modest she about humble. it. She humble. She was talking that mess, uh, talking about she was out of shape. <laughs> she don't know if she could do something she want to do. I forget what it was. Yeah, I'm just, I was yeah. like, let her come yeah, back okay. and talk that talk, yeah, and then okay. and then uh, uh, run past all of us real quick. Uh, with exactly. N- not even breaking a sweat. Not smiling. even. Just like, hey guys. Two thousand percent. Two thousand percent. There you go. Oh right my there. gosh. Yeah. So that's kind of been my week. I've, I definitely like missed the podcast. I definitely just am excited to get back. And like this week has been really good in a lot of ways. Um, but yeah. So I love it. I love it. I love it. Here we go. Let me see. Let me see. I'm going to check. Check. Do we have any listen letters? Listener letters. We want your listener letters. We're yeah. curious. And, you know, um, I, w- this is like our update podcast. And then next week we do have a guest for you. We're going to keep it a little secret. So you're going to have to listen to know, to hear. Um, but that is coming. And um, we're going to hopefully keep it keep it rolling with the guests. We would love your feedback. Even if you did a listener letter and was like, I would like it. If you had a guest to talk about X, Y, Z. Great. Yeah, let us know. Meanwhile, my computer is like, guess what? I'm not going to let you do right now. Log in <laughs> um, and stuff like that. But that's fine. That's cool. That's oh, cool. you know what? So, okay. So a highlight from the trip, I will say, is that in New York, I actually visited another run club, which that was one of my goals was mm-hmm. to like experience another run club. I know I could technically do that here, which I realized like I should do, which I'm going to make a better yeah, effort Yeah, that's to not a grocery run club. Yeah, bro. I like really need to join them. I saw them on the, on the uh, gram today and I was like, yeah, because they run, they ran out today at eight. 
Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I could catch them next week. Like, I need to actually, yeah. like, run with them. So, before yeah. You, before you go to New York. What? Shouts out to Yanto for hosting Seven on Sundays last Sunday. Oh, that was nice. I was too hungover to make it, but... <laughs> I heard that it was amazing. Little Village showed up and showed out for Seven on Sundays. Like, everybody was running. They was getting horns blowing at them, horns blown at them. Like, people cheering for them and stuff like that. I heard it was a whole spectacle. They had tamales. They went and got rubies and pills sent. So, shouts out to Viento, uh, Hispanic, uh, Latinx run crew over in Little Village. Y'all are amazing. Go yeah. back to New York. No, well, I mean, ultimately, I just wanted to just touch on me joining uh, We Run Uptown because they they were a super inviting group. They are also sponsored by Nike. Oh, wow. Powered by Nike. Um, and when I looked on their IG and when I was trying to just in New York, like trying to figure out, all right, where, where can I go? Because yeah. I was up in Harlem. So I was like, let me see. And so uh, there's also Harlem Run. But then I what I really, I kind of like was kind of in my mind just taking notes of the things that I really like liked about one, me feeling being a new person coming into mm -hmm. these groups that have been established um right and and like what it feels like to be in a city and try to find a run club Word. so me looking up different run clubs uh within new york and trying to figure out what's closest to me like with harlem run they don't have their schedule in their bio but like we run uptown does and so it was just like super easy to be like oh so on mondays they meet up at whatever time yeah, yeah. and it is what it is and they do just a, a 5k so everybody runs together and we're running in the streets of of uh new york were and and like they kind of they have a set number of like i guess uh routes and they kind of switch them up a little bit but for the most part like we ran down the street we ran up some hills we ran through this beautiful park and by the water and then like then there was like this really dope uh uh, tunnel that has all this graffiti in and that's like the straightaway so then everybody just kind of like bolts it down there and then we took an elevator up and then got out the elevator and hit the hit the other side of this hill and like kind of circled back around and it was just this beautiful route we I saw New York in a completely new light because I never I had I have never ran the streets of New York before Right. Word. So it's just like that alone was just an opportunity for me to just see a city from their point of view. And, yeah, yeah. and ultimately, and they like also just as leaders, seeing the way that they gather in the beginning, see the way that they warm up, see the way that they get attention. I was cracking up because they were like, I, I think I mentioned this yesterday at the Hill workout that they, they do the, if you can hear my voice clap, clap once. Yeah. And they'll be like, if you can hear my voice clap two times. And they're like, they do, they did it several times. So it's like, that's their way of getting everyone's attention. And hey, then on top hey, of that. that worked. Cause I did it, it yesterday worked. and everybody got quiet as hell. Exactly. So I was like, that is smart. So now I'm like, okay, let me do that. And then also what they do too is like they have, every time they have a checkpoint, which I feel seven on Sundays could do this. Um, it, they would, they try, they will tell people to form lines on either side. And then as people, as the rest of the people start coming through, then you just kind of give uh, fist bumps and high fives as people like come through that checkpoint. And so it's like really encouraging. And obviously we always clap and stuff like that, but it was kind of cool to just like kind of form this like entryway for people to come through. And so like that, all these things, I'm just like, yeah, I mean, this makes perfect sense. It, you know, it's, and it's the way that they do it. I also really was for the first time because 
I mean, other than like joining seven on Sundays sometimes, like I don't really know what it's like to join a new run club because exactly. I, I just started a run club. Right, right, right. <laughs> and so like that was a really important feeling that I needed to feel and experience. That's dope. And so, um, yeah, so it was a re- that was like my highlight of the trip. And then I wanted to also like catch Brooklyn Track Club, but like they have th- – their track club is – is like membership only. And I was going to hit them really? up and be like, Hey, can I get in? Da, da, da. But like, they literally like they, you have to pay. Yeah. So you, yeah, there's yeah. no, I information. think I've heard about them. Yeah. yeah. So there's no information like on Instagram other than like our website and stuff like that. So it's like, again, Sign we, up. right. In our last podcast, we talked about how like you, you can make your run club, whatever you wanted to make. You can do memberships. You cannot do memberships. I know with, being uh, sponsored by Nike or powered by Nike, you like one of our requirements is having at least one open to the public run a week. We have two. Right. That's track and our Saturday run. Mm-hmm. Technically, we could only do one and then we could charge people for another one, but I just don't like that's just not something it that feels we're doing. weird, right? For me, it feels weird. I mean, maybe at like, I don't know, at some point, maybe it's okay, but then it's like, I feel like that if you just get we, gear and then have we people buy about- gear. We were thinking about doing like, because I was asked a question, like a guy came, he's like, dude, I've been to two of you guys' run. How can I, how can yeah. I support and stuff? And uh, I was like, that's a really good question. Yeah. You know, I, I told him about the merch that we had, but I was like, I was, I was really thinking about doing like, you know, like a donation link in the link tree yeah. and stuff like that. I thought about that too. But, you know, then, you know. But then at the same time, I'm just like, how do I, I I think for me, I get caught up in the logistics of like, but we're not a 501c3. And if I want to get technical, it's like gumbo media, gumbo fit is a part of gumbo media. And so gumbo media is a for-profit LLC. That's not going to change. So for gumbo fit to take donations, I feel like, like, I'm just like, I mean, you can still take in donations, and be a for-profit entity, but I think, yeah. And also, you just, I but feel like then, you open yourself up. And then on top of that, you got Nike, which yeah. people think comes with the bag and stuff like that. <laughs> and uh, and so you know, it comes with a, like a medium-sized bag. And not even that. It's just you know, people's <laughs> expectation like, of what yeah. that means. You know yeah, I don't. And the thing is, is the expectation for that, like people, I, and I'm and I'm literally joking when I say medium sized bag because it's just like you. It it every group has a different agreement with Nike, and so mm. it's just like no two groups get the same thing. And also, it's just like, but it's never. I from my experience, it's never enough to just sustain people. Yeah. It. I mean, like. It can get to that, but my point, I guess my point of bringing it up is just like, yeah, ideally your donations would be great. I don't really feel like I want to create a structure for membership. Yeah, I definitely would not want to do a membership. Like, nah, nah, not at all. That's not where it's at. Um, You know, honestly, if as far as Gumbo Fit and Seven on Sundays goes, the best way to support is to come out and run and take part in our races. Yeah, I would say that the races are really important for us. Like our RLT race is definitely like that's yeah, that's I think that that's a big one for us. Yeah, so I yeah, there's a lot of different ways that you can make it yeah, a I was actually having a conversation. Shouts out to Paige uh Paige at League League of Their Own and stuff like that. I went to the volleyball tournament earlier this week and first of all, 
whoa. Yeah. These ladies were getting down. Yeah. Volleyball. They, I used to play volleyball. It's not a joke. You, yo, you, yo, you should have dropped in. Like, I should have, but I also was like. Their joint, like those women were getting down. Like they, it was an intense. I didn't realize how intense volleyball can get. I was literally on the edge of my seat. Crazy. The entire it's time crazy. watching them play and yeah. stuff like that. But uh, yeah, yeah. No, it was amazing. But I was speaking to a runner there. And uh, she, uh, I don't remember her name. Sorry, I'm, I'm horrible with names, okay? If you speak to me once, don't expect me to remember your name. But if I see you in the street, I will know you and I will speak. <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, she was just talking about, she was talking about coming out to run clubs. And uh, we were talking about, you know, because she's also overweight and stuff like that. And uh, she has a pin in her hip. Oh, I no. think, I, I don't know if I said that, but she had a pin in her hip and stuff. So she can't really, you know, go fast. And really, not really looking to go fast. He just wants to get active, you yeah. know, to help, you know. Uh, you know, I'm not even going to put that on her because she didn't say she wanted to get active to lose weight. She just wanted to be active yeah. and stuff. And she was saying that another runner, and I'm not going to say his name. I know his name. Um, but he he was in the, because he remembered me from the Fearless Project and stuff like that because I was yeah. one of the captains on that. Oh, my God, I remember that. Yeah, And then that was it just crazy. didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, the pandemic was crazy. like, no, not nah, at all. Nah, it's not happening. Yeah. But uh, it was another runner there, and he's a he's an overweight guy and stuff like that. And I've spoken to him multiple times. If he's listened to this, I've spoken to him multiple times. Sure. On, uh, through the DMs and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, and he's talked about how difficult between – I believe his weight and then his work schedule, how difficult it is to come out to a lot of our runs and stuff like that. So I was speaking to her about these things and I was like, uh, and it even goes back to our last episode with the sexy pace conversation. Um, you know, like I was telling her like, yo, like Buddy was talking about doing, starting a run club for people like them, you know, people who you know, don't feel like they can come out to gumbo or the seven on Sundays, either their paces and or physically, you know, they just can't, you know, keep up or run. And this is just feeling because both organizations will make space for every single type of runner. Yeah. But, you know, I we I have seen and we spoke about on last episode that some people come out and they see how fast some of the others run and those people don't come back because they feel like they're too slow. Yeah. And so he wants, he was creating a run club and stuff like that for walk runners, for people to get into running and stuff like that. He been talking about, it and I told him like, go back to fam and do it. If you hearing this, like you need to start that run club because right. there are runners just be like more you. Popular that. Because like in Detroit, there's a run club or maybe it's, I think it's Detroit. It's either Detroit or DC. I'm pretty sure it's Detroit, mm -hmm. but there is like, a, it's a run club, but it's they it's two mile Tuesdays or two mile Saturdays, and it's basically a run walk. And because it's a run walk, it attracts even more people, and yeah. so it it's like over it's like hundred people easy. That's right. And I'll have to share it with you sometime. But like, but that's the thing that for me, I'd like. Yes, we need someone to start it because that's not what. Like we, we can, like, I'll do like a fun run, like mm -hmm. race, but it's just like, it's difficult to, I guess, like 
I would, it's like, I would encourage people to first, I would encourage people to do that first, like yeah. do that and then come here. Cause yeah. it's not like, yes, we do accommodate everybody, but yes, it is intimidating and I can't do anything about that. Right. Exactly. Cause you it's know? like, ultimately the, the people that come out to our run clubs, that is our community. Yeah. And it's like, and we want to continue to cultivate that community. So right. it's like when people are like really starting from scratch, it is like some, sometimes it is a suggestion of like, get out and walk. Yeah. Regularly. Get yeah, your yeah. body. It seems like you, you're starting at a place where you just need to move your body. Yeah. And get and, used to that first. I know Aaron's going to kill me, but like we, we've, we've, we've had conversations on how to facilitate that type of running. People who want to build up between their first mile, their first 5K, and then eventually hopefully get up to be able to run with us on seven on Sundays. Right. And it's, it's really cool. I think it'd be excellent for us, but um, I think it would be even better for this guy. Yeah, to, because it's like it's more start focused. It. It's it's way more focused. Yeah. And it it it, it I feel like it, and it's more crowd, authentic as well. Yeah, and then that crowd finds their community and then exactly. they can all get better together and all that. and then if they want to branch out and join like the run run clubs, then it's just like, okay, then come out, you know what I mean? Get a couple Let's miles in. Because like even the three miles like three miles is still hard for people. Yes, it's not yes. easy. Some days it's hard for me. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. I mean, realistically, on my off days, I'm like, fuck, I don't, even, I don't even want to run three miles. No, uh, that's real. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I so like just going back to my trip, just with like joining a new run club. I'm just like, oh, I need. To, I came home and was like, okay, I need to put a more of an effort into joining the other run clubs within Chicago, just to kind of see how they do stuff. Cause, but then at the same time, I think what I've been cautious about doing i've been cautious about doing it in chicago i think because people know who i am mm -hmm. and it's not like not that that's a big deal but it's just like i almost wanted to to do it in a city where no one knew who i was so then i could get an authentic yeah experience of yeah. like oh i'm new to this run club exactly because i really had to introduce myself and be like hi i'm courtney i like this is really great and then if they asked me i'm like yeah i have a run club too Low-key, New Yorkers are hilarious because they will act like, they'll be like, what? Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> and then one of these other people, because I met, I saw another guy that was, who was new who came early like I did and we started yeah. chatting and he was talking about how he was going to join uh, Harlem Run and then he brought up Harlem Run to the organizers of We Run Uptown and they are like, no, to a couple runners who run We Run Uptown and they were like, Who? And it's like Uptown and Harlem are like this. like the, Right there. Like Uptown is just above Harlem. Y'all see each other. Yeah. So I'm like, how do you not see each other? And But then I realized like it's not as big of a beef as like I think. I think it probably is a beef. But at the same time, I don't think it's as big of a beef as we think it is. Because like right when I left, because they did like this tie-dye event on Saturday, like after I had left. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the organizers from... Goldfinger Run Club in New York. Yeah, yeah. Shout he was out in to the bro. photos of the up to, We yeah. Run Uptown event. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, okay, so they actually, they cool. It's cool. But at the same time, they are both affiliated with Nike. So maybe that's really what it is. Yeah, I like, don't know. It's like, yeah, so I don't I don't know the politics, but I, I'm just trying to get That's what it is. And trying, the beef is the wrong word. Politics it's is politics. the it's word. So, yeah, so I like, I think, uh, yeah, I don't know the politics. I just know, uh, I, I just, I just want to give them their credit for at least being 
well, as welcoming as a New York fun club can be. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, like they was cool. They was cool. You know, they, I, last thing I'll say is it was hilarious because I was like, oh, these people, they, they chill, chill, chill. Because like it's two guys that run it. And then one of the guys is like, he's kind of got your body type, Ian. And mm-hmm. then the other guy is very much like your typical running body. Mm-hmm. You know, very, he's also like very attractive, like mm-hmm. uh, whatever. And he like rolls up lights a joint, smokes half of it. <laughs> I was like, bro, what is this? What is and going on? Like, and then he just gets up in front, says hi to everybody, starts doing the warm-ups, whatever. I'm like, bro, how did you just how did you take just one do to it? the head? And then just, like, what is that? <laughs> and then went out for the run. Yeah. I love the energy. So, yeah, it was, it was I vibes. I'll definitely go back. Yo, hey, my, my new song of the week. Let me pull it. Let me let me pull it. Up. I'm not gonna play it, but I discovered this new song by Thundercat. Called, is it from his new newer album? I have no idea what his new like album is new even. I, I know nothing about Thundercat. I just stumbled upon He's great. this song, and it's called uh, Dragon Ball Durag. <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. how do I look in my Durag? He's yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, you should literally watch the music video. He's so uh, eccentric, I will say. I was like, yes, yeah, that's where we at. Yeah, that's where we at. Yeah, um, that's hilarious. I feel like yes, Thundercat is amazing. Do you like um, do you like uh, Mac Miller? Did you like Mac Miller's music? Nah, like I, 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 you never got into I it. You seem really like the type of guy Miller. that would like. Okay, well, anyways, Thundercat is on a. Couple I don't of really things. give white rappers a chance. Hmm. You should go back and give him a chance. I feel should like I? of all the ones you like, you know, I feel like he's worth it. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's, it's, he's it's a vibe. A like you're a vibe. You like vibey stuff. He's yeah. a vibe. Yeah. So okay, maybe. I, I'm just saying. But anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're done. Oh <laughs> uh, well, yeah. And I try, man. And like I will say too, last week was my test of like, can I drink and run? No, I cannot. <laughs> I can't. Like, I'm, I'm, like, very – I can't, like, going out with my friends and, like, even just, like, being with family in Minneapolis, like, we just – I mean, being with family, it's like you go out, you have a glass of wine, you of have course. a beer, you do whatever. Yeah. And so it was a lot of, like, beer here, wine there. Uh, Matthew's dad, lo- he, ooh, he, he loves a good – he loves a drink, you know, so we got him some Casamigos on his birthday. Oh, wow. We're doing the flower crowns and stuff for uh, 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 Midsommar, which is, like, the celebration of summer solstice, cause in, in, which is from Sweden. It's the longest day of the year, and in Sweden, like, that day, like, the sun doesn't go down. And like, cause in the winter, the sun basically never comes up. It comes up for like an hour or two. Wow. And so in the summertime, it's like, even right now, the sky would be like, right now it's like 10 o'clock. It would still be blue sky. That's, that's yeah. freaky. It's weird. Yeah. So, so like they, it's a big deal there cause it's the longest day of the year. So you could party all day. That's the sun wild. barely goes down. <laughs> like it just. Like, <laughs> just, this is, yeah, it's back up. Okay, so, like, We got to get a camera in yeah, here. Like, so, I got to see Cordy's mannerisms. They are hilarious. So, yeah, so we so we were doing that, but it was also Matthew's dad's birthday on fr- last Friday. So he we got him some Casamigos, but not just, like, the, the silver kind. We got him, like, the good stuff, like the brown tequila. Mm-hmm. 
that stuff goes down so smooth. Yeah. And I was like, I took it like, yeah. you know, I had a couple shots. I was laying by the beach. Y'all saw me. I had beard hair. Yeah. I was like floaty. I was chilling. And, uh, but then the next day I was like, yeah, maybe I'll get up in the morning and run. No, I was asleep. I was asleep. And then, you I know, and, for seven on Sunday. Yeah. I was like, dang, I can't even, I was like, I really like, and this is why I be so low key most of the time and don't even really party. Like I don't even really have liquor at the house that like one, Matthew doesn't drink at all. Never drink. Really? So, like, yeah. I never noticed that. He's never done anything. Not a beer? Never. Really? I had him taste the uh, athletic brew. Which was his first taste of like a beer like thing, and he was like, "Oh yeah, it tastes like beer, like how, like I would assume it would taste." But he doesn't like; he doesn't care. Really? Yeah. I, so, I guess yeah. I've never noticed that. Yeah, nothing. So he he's never drank alcohol. So I don't, I don't. And sometimes, yes, I'll buy wine and I'll be sipping it by myself. There's no judgment. He is just he has yeah, his course, preference. I course, have mine. Um, but yeah, I can't. I can't. I feel like when I drink liquor, it doesn't matter if it's hard liquor or wine or beer, like I feel it in my muscles the next day. Like I feel it like in my entire body. And I'm, you know, and I'm just like, I just can't perform. I found out that whiskey don't have calories. Okay. Okay. A if gin and tonic doesn't juice, have calories, too. basically. It, yeah. It's like the, that, I would say, oh I just, I'm, I'm saying all that to say, like, if you drink a beer, stop drinking beer, drink whiskey. Yeah, but be healthy. After your run, sometimes you want some cal- some carbs. Oh, yeah, after okay, yeah, yeah, but if you want me if you're on a weight loss journey. <laughs> if you if you like Ian. Right. Don't you can fuck have with it. Whiskey straight. <laughs> whiskey <laughs> Thank you straight. very much. And maybe a little bit of water yeah, some ice. Yeah, and I, that Casamigos. No juice. Woo! That Casamigos. Bruh, I was I was feeling myself. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, I was I was chilling. So, yeah, I mean, I just got I think for me it's like if I really want to get to where I want to get, I need to think about what I'm doing with it. Like I need to chill. But at the same time, outside's open. Okay? Yeah, we outside. It's lit. We outside. It's lit. We outside. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to find a babysitter for tomorrow. Hit me up, y'all. Trying to go out. Tomorrow's to Thursday. Yes. Where are you going? To do things with people oh. that I enjoy. Okay. <laughs> if anybody asks, I'm with you. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. I should listen to this next week. Wow. But nah. Nah, uh, I'm good. I, I think I've shared all that I wanted to share today. I feel amazing. I really feel like I, I, I was waiting for you to come back so I can just get these things off my chest. Yeah. And it's, it's been a long month. And I, I feel like this is a really good way for me to close out my month to just share with everybody who's listening right now how things are going and stuff like that. Because I, people ask me how things are going. And uh, you have, I don't know if you've ever seen, it's like, it's like a meme or something where it's like, or it might have been a joke, a stand-up comedian says, like, when somebody asks you how your day, they're not really asking you how your it's day like is. You just saying yeah, You're just supposed to say, like, how are you? You're just supposed to say, I'm good. Like, that's what you're supposed to say. You're yeah. not supposed to tell anybody or the truth. Or even just, like, how, like uh, the, how black folks be like, how you doing? And then they just re- respond by saying, how you doing? <laughs> right. As you keep pushing. This is what you do. You don't actually like tell people how you Like, when you see him on the street, doing. it's just like, all right. Right. But this is how I this is how I've been doing for the last month, and I, I feel really good. I feel like I'm at I'm at peace right now, and uh, my life is changing in so many crazy ways. Yeah, things are things are coming into my life. Things are leaving my life. It's scary. Feels good. 
and I'm just enjoying where I'm going from here. <laughs> I like it. I like. It. I feel the same way. I feel like we're going through a lot of the same emotions, and but obviously in relation to our own lives. But I, mm-hmm. I feel you, even when it came to like talking about the weight of having a community, a running community, and almost feeling mm-hmm. like you have a responsibility to other people to keep everything going. Right. At a certain standard as well, too. It's just like, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of pressure. Really and then is. especially just having a business. I saw a meme the other day that was like, I didn't want to work nine hours, at, uh, nine to five, and now I work 24 hours a day. <laughs> really? Really? It's like, yeah, because shit, like, yeah, you work for yourself and the t- the task list will never end. It does not. It does not. So. It does not. Just know, just know that, I'm, that we're doing this for you. <laughs> well, it's for us, but also, for, I feel like this is the one thing that is like really for us. Yeah. Like, and it's like a little bit of therapy. Yeah, it, 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 it yeah. really is. It really is. I, I can't wait to see, I, I, I can't wait to see how far this goes. How long we able to keep this up? Uh, you know, even even a little bit more transparency for me, like you know, uh, with us being so niche in what we're talking about, you know, scares me because like I don't want this to end soon. You know, no, like, I, I mean, want to go. It's not that niche. It's, it feels really niche when I'm trying to produce an episode. I'm trying to figure out what we're gonna talk about, what we're gonna do, but you know, um, it it. This right here is like my my first podcast felt so good and stuff like that. But having a co-host, having somebody to talk to, have somebody to look at right. and stuff like that, it 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 is therapy. It feels really, really good. Yeah. It feels really, really good. But uh oh yo. What? I did have some cool stuff to happen, but we like at like an hour. In 20 minutes just, now. Just, just come on with I it. I got a massage. Oh, wait, hold on. Yeah, if you're listening, keep on listening because we need a second on this one. First of all, tell me how your massage is mm-hmm. and then I'm going to tell you about this massage that I just booked for next week. Oh, my God. Wait. Oh, my God. But the thing is, is I booked it for Thursday, so I technically won't be able to talk about it till like two more episodes, but there you go. just go ahead. Tell me about it. Yo, it was crazy. It was a Father's Day gift. Like, Clinetta is cold with the gifts. Like, yeah. she's way better than me. Her, all her gifts are like really dope, really on the mark and stuff like that. They, they really are. I'm not going to be able to pay her back until like I have money, money, because I'm not as thoughtful as she is. And so I'm just going to be like getting her the bag and stuff like that. No matter what our future holds, whether it's like us together, us co-parenting, like the way she does my birthday and the way she does Father's Day and stuff has granted her a lifetime of gifts. And yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I wish yeah. I would take care of her on Mother's Day. I would take care of her on her birthday. Anybody I'm with will forever have to understand that because yeah. it's on point. And so she came through with the massage this year for Father's Day and stuff like that. Um, and uh, it was amazing. I went to, uh, damn, I, th- I told you the name of it. What's the name of it? Loom. I don't remember. Loom, yeah. yeah. I went to Loom, had the cupping, the cupping oh, and stuff like that on there. Wow. So I had the marks on my back for like several days and stuff like that, which is a weird feeling in itself. Yeah. It didn't hurt. I thought it was going to hurt a little bit, but it didn't hurt. And I thought they was going to use heat. So they didn't use no heat. Yeah. Um. I've only seen it on TV where they put like the flames in the cup and then put it on your back. Yeah. But it wasn't like that. It's just she pushed it down and it sucked my skin up and stuff. And so when she would move my arm and my skin would move around with the cups on there, it felt kind of weird. Yeah. But the massage experience at, at Loom was amazing. 
Um, I, I want to say it was less than two hundred dollars. It was like about one sixty five. Yeah, I was actually looking like at the that. prices today. Yeah, That's then they got a crazy membership situation for two massages a month for like for like uh, it was like two something. It came out to like one fifteen a massage and oh, stuff wow. plus a complimentary add on, which add ons be like twenty five, thirty five dollars and stuff like that. Okay. So you save like almost hundred dollars with the membership. Yeah, because I know they're like ninety minute is like one seventy five or something. Yeah, like that. so I did the sixty. Yeah. And stuff. And it was it was so nice. It was yeah. it was really, really good. Came into the room. You know, I the lady was like, you know, dress down to your level of comfortability. And I was like, What's your level of this comfortability? This nigga texted me and yeah. I was I texted back late, but I was just like, I just be free. <laughs> yeah. I, I asked her I know she'd be doing this. I was like, yo, can I get like all the way naked? Cause like I want my, my cheeks need some love. So I didn't I didn't know. That sounded yeah. so well. She's, I mean, that's um, what they say to your level of comfortability. And it's just like, and so I, and they leave and I be all the way. All the way. So that's <laughs> Find what, me underneath the sheet. <laughs> so I, so I, when I looked, she, was, she, she threw that question to me. I threw it back at her. Yeah. She was like, Yo, I was like, what's your level? Yeah. She was like, <laughs> she was like, like I do this for a living. <laughs> she didn't say that. She, she threw it back at me. So I made an executive decision and, you know, no draws. I went in yeah, and stuff like that. You gotta be free. Yeah, and it, it was amazing. It was yeah. amazing. I did. I told I. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if I wanted to say this on the podcast. I have to take a minute and think. Oh, I was yeah. like, "Hey, listen, I'm gonna take one to wear off. But I just want you to know that the bottom half is just as hairy as the top half. All right." <laughs> Ain't nothing new. Okay. She, she tried her best not to laugh. And she's like, okay, that's fine. That's okay. I just want you to know what you're getting yourself into. Okay. But uh yeah, so it was it was nice. It was so calming. It was over uh uh really, really quickly and stuff like that. I wish I would have did the whole 130. And stuff, but it was it was. I, I see myself going back, yeah, to get more massages. I've had a massage before, like in my living room, yeah, and stuff like that, which was another gift from Clinetta. Like, uh, like early in our relationship, she had a friend who was a masseuse uh-huh. and stuff, and I, it was cool. It felt good, it was, you know, it was all right, yeah, and stuff. But this was like an, a legit. It's experience. different when you go. Like, I mean, you can have professionals come to your home, yeah, but it's different when you go to like a location. And I like so. I just booked an appointment for at IU, which I realized I was calling it all you because it's A-L-L-Y-U. <laughs> but I just called today and she's like, hi, thanks for calling IU. And I said, what? <laughs> like, excuse me, how do you pronounce this? <laughs> so, uh, you know, learn something new. So IU and... Um, and there's like, so usually I just get like a 60 or 90 minute massage, depending on where my budget's at, you know, but you I, feel. you know, we brought this up today in our strength training because, you know, we did mobility. And so we were talking about, okay, recovery, massages, obviously don't get a massage before you run a race, at least leave three to four weeks before, mm-hmm. you know, gap so that your body, because massages are also a lot of work. Like your body is doing a lot, even though you're laying Especially there, you're doing the a lot. Especially the deeper and the tougher Especially it is. Especially deep tissue massages. And you just like, obviously you want to drink a lot of water afterwards and you want to allow yourself to recover from that because your body's doing a lot of internal work. Um, and so I, you know, I was on a roll and was getting like a massage probably like every six weeks, I would mm-hmm. say. And then like, um, 
you know, job shifts a little bit. I was like, okay, let me save my coins. But now I like I set an appointment at IU, which is my favorite, personally my favorite spa. Mm -hmm. And when you when you Google like best spas in Chicago, there's like some really high top tier ones, and then like IU is like damn near top tier, but just like right under like the most right. expensive. And it's actually cheaper than Loom. Word. Yeah, like by thirty dollars. But oh, that's but it's, a lot. But it's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then that thirty dollars you can use to do the sauna if you want to, which I suggest because you literally get an entire sauna to yourself. That's like lit. you get you get put behind this curtain, and then there's a sauna, and then there's like two, uh, two bathrooms with a shower in each if, of them. If, if so you then go, you can go. That's a date. If you go, that's what I was about to ask. If you go with your partner, yeah, your partner then you can just you? be in there, be naked. You can each have your own shower if you in, want, in the and sauna? then you can meet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you're doing a lot. I, like I, I, I'm thinking like girls' day because I went there with my best friend actually, and we both were just like there, and we were just like you know what I'm saying because that's what girls do. We just be out here. So then like that's yeah. I'm trying to be out here with a boo. Okay, yeah, it's a good boo thing. Um, and yeah, so I the 60 minute, the 90 minute, they have a lot of black masseuses. So like, oh, that's dope. And so like all every time I've been there, it's been a black woman. They have other people, but like, and these black women, they are amazing. Francois, amazing. Francois, She's oh my god, amazing. Okay, like just I I'm gonna call them like, hey, I heard Francois got them hands. Francois, I need Francois. is amazing, and I wish I could remember the other two women's names. But the last time I was there, I swear that girl, that woman did Reiki on my body. And if you're not familiar with Reiki, that's like energy. I've had that, work. and it freak. It's freaky. Yeah, it's no, freaky. Like she, I had. Go ahead. I had like. Uh, I had a taste of because I didn't. Believe, I didn't. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, um, uh, poof. <laughs> um, Ebony, Ebony, who owned um, Good Thoughts Tea. Okay. She does Reiki. Okay. And you know, she was she been, been telling me about it, and I was like at like a little little kickback with her at, at at her homie's crib, and so she she did. She just gave me a little taste of it, you know, on on like this couch and stuff. Yo. I was like, yeah. I was like, what you doing on my yeah. body, yo? Like, this yeah. feel crazy. Yeah, it's healing. And it's also like, I don't think, I mean, she wasn't doing it in an invasive way, but the, her hand movements made me think that she was very much a healer. I believe a lot of like black women are healers, but like, I feel like she, it, she like is a healer, healer. And the way that she was moving her hands on my body and would like kind of, it was, you could feel her almost like pulling energy away from me. And she would like pull it. Or she would like pull it from my shoulders. Is that or she like would an extra cost? Pull it out of my feet or something like that. Is that like an extra cost? Or that's just what she was. Doing? No, like she. I think she just. I. Th I mean, she was just right, very Francois, good at what I'm she up, did. I'm up on you. But I don't. You know, because like I was like, no, nah, this is straight up energy work. I think massage, getting a massage, is in in a way a lot of energy work. I don't want to say it like she was doing something without me agreeing to it. I think right. that if anything, I was definitely there for it. Like we was definitely feeling each other's energy. Like it was, it was very much like aligned. I was in full consent of it. Like, I just think that ultimately she was, she like could feel my stress. And I felt like she, not only was the massage amazing, but I think that she just used like some additional techniques that I feel like I was, I left there feeling completely lighter. So one suggests the massage in general, but this next week, this coming thir Thursday, not this Thursday, not tomorrow, but the next Thursday, I actually made an appointment to do this Neem body wrap. 
So wow. it's like a whole body wrap situation. And that's going to be crazy. So I'm just wow. like, yeah. And then I made another appointment like a couple weeks later for an actual massage because I like, I can't not have the massage. But like the body wrap has been very, I've been very curious about it. So I just like, I really want to experience like a full wrap thing. It's like a body detox. Yeah, yeah. Stimulator. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been saying because Clinetta has been putting in a lot of work herself with uh, uh, school, different types of school. Um, yeah. And stuff like that, and then dealing with the kids every single day and stuff like that. So I, I, I've made up in my mind that I was gonna give her a, a, a masseuse a G- situation. Give her the, si- but the I, sixty I might, minute. I might, I might, I might pull up on your yeah. girl for her. Sixty minute at IU, I feel like will run you. I think like one thirty or one something. Right yeah. up my alley. Yeah. So I think that that's yeah. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's it's self care. It's it's what you need. <laughs> it's what you need. <laughs> I love if you it. can't do it every six weeks, do it every every eight. Like, just yeah. at least think about it. Even if it's once a quarter, yeah. it's something that you can do for yourself. It's a, it's like, yeah. It's, and think about that. You just spent yeah. that on alcohol anything, and food in one night. Anything. You could go outside. You Look, y'all know how expensive it is to go outside these days. Mm-hmm. Just don't go out one of those days and put it towards do the it. massage. Do it for you. Yeah. It's worth it. Listen, take it from somebody. I'm a whole man. I don't be showing myself no self-care. You know, I'm still learning how to do treat myself this way. Like I just said, like, I've been out of town. Yeah. I ain't never been never, on a vacation. Yeah, you need and to stuff come, like that. come, 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 come. <laughs> <laughs> come over here. <laughs> okay. So it's like, I'm, I'm learning these things. And what I will tell you is that it is worth it. It is is an experience. And experiences nine times out of ten are going to be worth every dollar that you spend. Unless they yep. crap your experiences. But... You know, stay with us. We'll make sure you you get up hooked up with the right people. Yep. Uh, you got anything else you want to add today? No, I feel like that that wraps up this episode of the Runners Club podcast. I feel like it needed to be a little longer. I mean, it's been two weeks. We gotta give. Yeah. We gotta really talk it out. I love y'all, man. Y'all have a beautiful night, a beautiful week. I'm gonna see some of y'all this weekend. Pull up, pop out, get some of these miles. Pull up. And. Uh, I'll see y'all later. All right. Peace. Bye.